Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Stephen Aquario, the Executive Director of the New York State Association of Counties. And today I'm joined by Joseph Rulson, the co-founder and chief executive officer of 3 Plus 1 out of Rochester, New York, Monroe County. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Steve. Appreciate it immensely. We're here talking about municipal finance. Uh, it's almost May 1st. As we approach May 1st, 2022, European inflation, 7.5% in April. Uh, United States inflation rate rose 6.5% year over year. At this time last year, we've got war in Ukraine. We've got uh, supply chain issues from China right now. We have potential COVID lockdowns in China affecting supply chain. Meanwhile, back at home. Back in the United States, we're watching the Federal Reserve. We're watching how the Federal Reserve is monitoring the economy, watching, waiting. Will they raise interest rates? Will they not? How high will they go? Joel Rulson here today is going to talk about that. Lots to talk about, lots to unpack here, Joe, as the Federal Reserve monitors these trends. May 3rd, May 4th, big meeting of the Federal Reserve. Another point, perhaps, of interest rate, half point. What will they do? These increases are necessary, of course, to beat back the recessionary trends from COVID, which we had interest rates hovering around zero. Of course, we're talking about municipal finance here. It's about taxation, sales taxes, property taxes collected by local governments. These are the revenues for the operations and how these dollars are spent. That's the expenditures, revenues and expenditures. Sometimes our counties or local governments will bond out or issue debt for large-scale capital projects. Sometimes they'll use cash, depending on the availability of the cash during various times of the year, as these accounts vary, as you're well aware of, from time to time based on their revenue anticipation. But one thing is for certain, it's death and taxes in the world. Of course, Benjamin Franklin attributed to that when he was acknowledging the country's new constitution. So with these known certainties, death and taxation, let's talk to Joe Rulson. We know that counties, local governments, public entities will have revenues to pay for various public obligations or public services. Three plus one, very unique company, created a liquidity analysis for a local government that can help better position a local government to know when their cash on hand can be used or called upon to pay its bills, and more importantly, when it won't be needed and can be better invested. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Steve. So thrilled to be here today. I really want to focus on, uh, I remember uh, last year, you were the first person that that really predicted these short-term interest rate rises. You predicted they would rise above 1% in 22. Boy, were you right. What is the data telling you now? What do you know now, Joe, as opposed to when we spoke about this at the end of 2021? What's amazing, Steve, is that liquidity analysis and data provides you the ability to look historically, but also to look forward and to see what anomalies may apply. And at that time, back at the end of last year, just saw where our data was showing that uh, interest rates were going to rise. We thought short-term rates were going to, in fact, uh, go above 1%. I revised it back in March that I think um, short-term rates could be somewhere around 2%. 
and said, if you're in 2022, your average yield on short-term overnight money, being overnight anywhere between, you know, a day to 180 days or up to a year, you're going to see two and a half percent. And I'll tell you today, Steve, with my data of what it's showing is that uh, the one year treasury that tends to hover, that's hovering right now about 2%, historically averages around 2.85%. My belief is that in 2022, sometime this year, it's going to be hovering somewhere between 3 to 4%. And our data is showing that. It's showing us that there's more cash out there than there ever has been. But there are a lot of un unusual pressures that are causing the Federal Reserve to have to take action. And it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act to all the cash that's out there to unexpected higher inflation that is not temporary uh, inflation. This is inflation that's going to be here for a while. And you have to be able to take proactive measures to combat that. And the one... Uh, opportunity the Fed has is to raise rates. And I do believe they're going to have, and I've said this, a uh, number of experts said we'd have uh, three hikes in 22. I was saying we're going to have somewhere between four to six. And we seem to be, you know, very accurate uh, with our assessment. And I'm saying right now, short-term rates are going to be higher than anybody expects. That means there's great opportunity of putting all that cash to work to make new revenue back to your bottom line for your budget. Importantly, this very important federal agency, the Federal Reserve, monitoring this. Uh, will they, won't they adjust these rates, Joe, too much too soon? Could pull the country into recession. I'm sure this right. is on the mind of the Federal Reserve. The last time this happened was 2007, nearly 15 years ago, of course, when our country entered the Great Recession. The Federal Reserve, as they make these additional uh, actions as they take these additional actions. These next six months of 2022 are extremely important to the public financial sector. Joe, can you tell this? Can you tell our listeners what does this mean for county governments, especially as they receive these ARPA funds that are coming in? These important injection of federal uh, funding that will come into the local governments across this state or other property taxes or sales tax that the counties have. Can you tell us what, can you tell our listeners, what does this mean for counties who may have this cash on hand, especially as these ARPA funds come in and they're expected to be received just about as we are launching this recording? Exactly, Stephen. This is, um, for many public entities, this is the most cash they've ever had. But as with any kind of opportunity, you have to be proactive in seeing that as something that is a unique asset that has to work for you. This, the money that's being provided, whether by the federal government or by any taxpayer right now, when you have money and you have the cash there, you have to put it to work proactively. So you take advantage because of the extra revenue that you can gain off of the value of that asset. What's more important is that any money that you make on the ARPA funds can be used for any purpose outside of pension fund uh, for a public entity. So that means added right to the bottom line of your budget for income. But on in addition, given where inflation is and given that we could see, and I've said all along uh, at the end of last year, we could see an average of 5% could be 6% inflation, which means that's that much more you're going to have pressure on your budget that was not expected. So if you can offset that by the cash that's earned, uh, by the revenue that's earned on your cash, 
all the better. So you have to take it seriously. You have to take it right now. It's not something that can remain dormant. It's not something that one can say, look, I got so much cash, I'm just not going to worry about it. I don't think there's anybody, especially taxpayers, that want to hear that you're sitting on something that can produce more revenue that could temper any aspect of uh, a growth in uh, taxation. What are most counties doing right now, Joe, with their cash on hand? And more importantly, up to this point, what have they been earning uh, on that cash on hand? Last year, the average on the cash was somewhere around three to five basis points. Today, you could be earning well over uh, anywhere from 50 basis points to two and a half basis or 250 basis points. So as short-term rates right now are rising and you're seeing somewhere around uh, 50, I think 90 days is almost 90 basis points a year is uh, almost 2%. So you're seeing that laddering up and um, Bill Cherry and uh, Garrett McDonald from 3 Plus 1 are gonna be at your finance school coming up um, on uh, the 11th of May. And they're gonna talk exactly about this, Steve, about the very fact of how do you use technology and how do you use this information to get the best way to put your money to work. And uh, with it, we're seeing where if you're not getting on the average of at least 1% or two right now, then you are not actually appreciating the fact of what's happening with rates. And as uh, Bill Cherry has put it, he's just do, uh, preparing a blog right now. This is a great time to, to look at rates as going up the stairs. Each stair, you're getting closer and closer to taking advantage of getting to the top of where rates are. And you wanna take advantage and ladder it so that you don't wait for rates to rise to a very maximum. What you do is you work into it and take advantage. As rates rise, you're taking another step and another step to realize it. Every single time you do that, that can mean thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of dollars of revenue that can go right to the bottom line of your budget. And that's what public entities need to be doing right now. And those that are being proactive are seeing incredible results. Those that aren't, well, then, if you're letting it sit there and not earn anything, that is just something that uh, you really is not a fiduciary responsibility that you've got to leave on the sidelines. You've got to take it very proactively and very actively. So I think that's the message you were trying to put out to the local governments in May of 22. Uh, given this high level of inflation that we're experiencing, 6.5% um, uh, year over year uh, right now, uh, Joe, this is the highest level of inflation since the early 1980s. We're talking nearly 40 years. And you just went through the range of income that the counties were generating over these past few years, certainly in 2021. And you mentioned on 2022 what they might be able to generate uh, on their cash on hand. That is outstanding news for the taxpayer. And thank you for sharing that, Joe. Did you want to add something? I got one more question I want to ask you. What's I think important is the marketplace will tell you what's coming down the road. And it was last year, the reason I was able to come out and say where I thought short-term rates would be is because the market was telling us that. There's always value on cash and there's always somebody that wants cash. As you see that somebody's willing to pay up, that means there's a demand Right now, I'm telling you that I'm upping my forecast for 2022. And instead of it being 1%, instead of it being 2%, I think you're going to see an average of anywhere between 25 to 3.5% uh, on the one year. 
and it's going to be a wonderful opportunity. Just think on a million dollars at $35,000 more than what you would have had before. Multiply that into the millions and that's where you get significant revenue. And that's what's important is that we just want the revenue to come back to the public entities and to go back into those communities and those that they serve. And just let you know, as of now, we've brought over $516.7 million of more revenue and savings back to public entities that never would have been realized had they not taken advantage of the liquidity data. So it will show you where it's going and it'll show you the value of what cash can be and it'll show you the value of what you're bringing back to those that you're serving. Well, we're hearing it here first. Joe Rulson giving us an update in 2022. Uh, municipal finance, we're talking cash management, May 3rd, May 4th of 2022. The next meeting of the Federal Reserve, anticipating another half a point following your predictions that you've laid out all along. Uh, Joe, this may be some, this topic may be boring to some. Uh, cash management, municipal finance, but it's certainly not boring to me, and I know it's not boring to you. Last question that I have, Joe, and first of all, thank you for all that you have done to generate that extra income for the taxpayers, the people of the state of New York, putting their hard tax dollars to work for them, working for the taxpayer, and working for the local government. Last question I have for you, sir, is why would a county not want to put their cash to work in this laddered approach that you have talked about, uh, anticipating what may or what may not happen in 2022 into 23. Why would a county not want to put their cash to work at this point? Steve, I think it comes down to the fact that a lot of uh, public finance officials are saying, do I have enough cash and do I have the confidence that I'll have the cash to pay the bills? What's important is that the data can provide you the confidence so that you can absolutely be assured the money will be there, so it'll be liquid, it'll be safe, but most importantly, put it to work where you can. So with today, now with the technologies, and it didn't exist before, but with the new technologies and the ability to use data, there's no reason why not to. And the last item I'll say, as rates move up, it's gonna be, I would say, you really, if you're going to do any borrowing, this is the time to borrow. This is not the time to use cash for capital projects. This is the time to go out, put the money uh, to work so that you can use that to offset any potential borrowing cost. And the last part is that data will in fact have input and will have valuable results on your ratings with the rating agencies. You give them liquidity data and show them this is where our money is, this is how we're going to pay it back that can actually increase your outlook for the rating agencies, if not actually increase your overall rating. So there are a lot of values and benefits that have to be looked at. So my thinking today with this and with this kind of resource, there's no reason to have any reason why you would not do this. I want to thank Joe Rulson, the co-founder and CEO of 3 Plus 1. And I, I know that uh, death is certainly inevitable. And I know that taxation, as we discussed, is certainly uh, a certain uh, for that matter. But also what is certain, Joe, is your contribution to the taxpayers of the state of New York. I want to thank you again for joining our podcast. Thanks, and thank you so much for all that you do for the state of New York. And thank you for all that you do and that NYSEC does for uh, the state of New York and for the public entities. It is amazing what you do. I don't know how you do it all, but it is incredible and it's made such a difference for all of us. So thank you, Steve. We're thrilled to be partnering with you.
Our thanks go to Joe Rulison and 3 Plus 1 CashVest, financial supporters of the New York State Association of Counties, as well as the National Association of Counties. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of County Conversations, brought to you by NYSEC. For more county government-focused conversations, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date.